Hey friend, how are you? I hope you're well. Today we're going to be talking about all things money. I'm starting this new series called Fresh Wealth and it has to do with the personal development of everything money. Making money, spending money, investing money, dealing with money, and the mindsets that come along with money. For those of us who are the first generation of wealth building in our families, the ones making more money than anybody else and building, we don't necessarily have access to certain resources and mindsets and information that people who grew up with a lot of money have. So I wanted to hold space for those of us like myself who are building fresh wealth and just discuss all of the things that come along with it and just get our minds right and prepared so that as we're making this fresh wealth, we can hold on to it and grow it and do all the good things that we're meant to do with this money that we now have access to. Because of some of our past conversations, the ones we've heard and the ones we've had, many of us need to reframe our thoughts around money. So I'm going to be sharing with you three very common negative money phrases and also giving you some appropriate reframes to set you on the path to getting your mind right. The first one is money is the root of all evil. This is not practically sound and it's also not biblically sound. The love of money is the root of all evil. When you worship money, when money becomes an idol, then you do any and everything to get it. But having money itself is not the root of all evil. And you could see how this can really block us from fully making money or making those moves or stepping into opportunities. Because if I think, oh, I'm going to make money now, I'm going to be a bad person. Even if I can't vocalize that, that thought in the back of my head can actually have me missing out on opportunities and being ridiculously scared and hesitant to take them because I don't want to be a bad person. So the reframe for this is money is a tool that I handle well. When you think of money as a tool, you use it for its purposes. And not only is it a tool, but you know how to handle it well. So that takes away it being the root of all evil because one, it's a tool and two, I'm not evil. So I'm not going to do anything evil with this money. If money is a tool that you know how to handle well, you need more of it to be able to do the things that you want to do. The more money you have, the more lives you can touch, the more access you have, the more blessings you can give. So to not get money because of a fear of money is a fear of self and a lack of trust and is not what we're after. Money is just a tool just like a hammer used for certain purposes, and you know how to wield that money hammer well. The second phrase is more money, more problems. There's literally even a song about this, right? And it's that concept of the more money you get, the more problems you're gonna have, the more stress you're gonna have, and all of that stuff. And that can be really unattractive. Life is stressful enough. Now you're telling me that if I get a bunch of money, I'm gonna be even more stressed, more anxious, more overwhelmed? That's terrifying and that can be a mental block to us entering into the wealth that is meant to be ours. So the reframe for this is more money, more access. So the more money you have, the more access you have to people, to things, to rooms, to opportunities, and to information. The less money you have and the more money seems scarce, the more it primes you to just kind of take whatever it is 
that is available to you. Whereas if you have money and that's not one of your concerns, it gives you this level of calm and patience as you discern and decide the things that you want to do and how you want to do them. Of course, with life, with resources, with anything, there is stress. I'm not denying the fact that more money can bring different types of stress, but I don't think it's so horrible that you should just run away from it because of that phrase, more money, more problems. No, more money, more access, access to knowledge as well, right? If I'm getting money for the first time and I have a lot of it and I don't know what to do to it, I can now access people who do know what to do with it. I can access wealth managers. I can read books. I can take time to go on a money retreat because I don't have to worry about work because I have enough money to buy back my time more money, more access. That's just what it is. And the final one is people are going to use me for my money. You will not believe the amount of times I have heard this. I have even heard some of my male friends say that if I make a million dollars before I get a wife, I'm never going to get married because any woman who I meet is going to be using me for my money. And I'm like, sir, no, 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 no. That's just not how it works, you know? And this thought of being used and abused and taken advantage of because of your money can make it also very scary to get money because who wants to get used? Who wants to be abused and who wants to be taken advantage of because of this blessing in their life? But this is a lie, so I'm just going to give you the reframe right away. I am always a good judge of character, period. That's just what it is. That doesn't even have anything to do with money because that's the root of who you are. If I've got 10 cents in the bank, if I've got $10 million in the bank, my discernment holds because my discernment is not paid for or validated based on the amount of money I have or not. So when you get to a place where you trust yourself, where you trust that you're a good judge of character when you can see whether or not people's motives are true to you. And if you find out that they're not, you have the confidence and the quickness to act according to this new information. People using you for money doesn't become a concern because are people using you for all the other resources you have right now? No. So when you get that money, they're not going to be able to use you because your sense still holds no matter what the bank account says. I'd love to hear in the comments, what are some common negative money phrases that you've heard? And maybe we can all work together and figure out some reframes for you as well on those. And while you're thinking of those and writing them out, I also want to share with you some money affirmations, some little phrases that I say often that have really helped me prime my mind and prepare it for the millions that I'm going to be holding in my bank accounts, in various properties, and in various investments. <laughs> the first one is, there is more where that came from. Every time I tap my card, every time I make a big purchase and my body starts to wiggle a little when it's the most expensive thing I've ever bought or I'm about to invest in something that is typically a hole for me, the first thing I say is, there's more where that came from. Like this ain't nothing. Yeah, that looks like a lot, but the account is still full. Like we don't even feel it. It's like, you know, when you have a bag of rice and you pull out three grains, yes, something was removed, but in the grand scheme of the mass, it's not felt. So that's how you need to feel about your money. When you're spending your money wisely on things that you need for yourself, for your family, for your business, and you tap that card and you put, or you put in those details and hit submit, Say to yourself, as soon as that panic comes, if that panic comes, 
there's more where that came from. Another one is my money moves. This is something I started saying as a joke. Um, there was a time where I was on the phone with my aunt and we were discussing something and I asked her to get me something. She said, okay, send me the money. And here in Canada, we have e-transfer, which is when you attach your email to your bank account. So as soon as you put that person's email into your online banking information, it'll automatically send the money to their account, similar to PayPal and Cash App. So while we were on the phone, I said, okay, auntie, I'll send it to you. So I send it to her. We get off the phone and immediately she calls me back and she's like, Tokes, I already got an email that the money's here. And I'm like, yeah, my money moves. <laughs> and we both burst into laughter, but that is the mindset. My money moves because it's not going to delay. When I'm at a store and they tell you to tap your debit card and I tap it, I, I'm not worried that it's going to spin and try to tabulate if I have enough. No, my money moves because there's a lot of it and it's going to do what it needs to do. It's going to get to where it needs to get to. I'm not late on my debts. If I owe you money, remind me once if I forget you're getting it immediately. We're splitting something. I'm paying it right away. I'm not delaying and doing calculations because this is the mindset of wealth. My money moves. I don't need to lag. I don't need to count, do too much calculations because it's there. You know, it's there and there's more of it where that came from. The third positive money talk affirmation is I make money easily. And this is such an important one. When we think of money as a finite resource, that we're scraping to the top to get our little piece of crumbs from the rich or competing with everyone around us because there's not enough, that messes with your mind and your ability to really lean into wealth. But when you're thinking in an abundance mindset that you make money easily so that when you spend it, there's more where that came from, it gives you this sense of calm and confidence when you step into rooms, when you are asking and advocating for your price, when you're asking for a raise or when you're negotiating your salary, you don't do it from a place of fear because you know that you know how to make money and that money is going to come to you as long as you continue to work and move in excellence it's going to be the least of your concerns. So when you get your mind to this place, there's a level of boldness that in which you step into the places you're in because you know that I'm not thirsty, money's not scarce, and I'm going to get mine. So calm down <laughs> and we're going to be good. And the final positive money talk affirmation is I am good with money. I think we don't talk about this a lot. Like it's, it's the stewardship of this gift, right? If you look at yourself and you're like, I'm such a bad spender. I'm so reckless with money. Oh, I can't save for the life of me. You're speaking those truths into existence. Like let's speak things that we want, speak things as though they were, you know? So I'm good with money. I know how to spend it well. I know how to invest it. Money loves me, so it comes to me. And when it comes to me, I do not waste it. I, I move it to the places I need it to go. And it continues to grow and flourish for me because I am a good steward of money. So I hope that this helps you. And I hope that it eases you and gets you thinking and gets those wheels turning towards that fresh wealth that you're growing and accumulating. I am going to be sharing a lot here. I'm going to be getting candid because I'm going through this journey and there are some 
interesting bumps that I never even thought would be bumps on the road. And if I'm going through it, I don't think I'm such an anomaly that I live in a bubble that no one else is. So I'm going to be sharing it with you. If there's anything in particular that you would want me to cover in this series, please let me know. It's going to be a very long ongoing series. It's not going to be short term. So whatever ideas you have, any questions you have, let me know in the comments below and I will be sure to answer them for you. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share this with a friend who is your fresh wealth partner, that friend of yours who y'all gonna be rich together driving your G-Wagon, share it with them. And remember to continue to be kind to yourself because you're a work in progress, committed to making progress, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.